This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. San Francisco biotech executive Kevin Kwok was in his late 40s when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. His first reaction? Well, it could be worse. Well, you know, when I first was diagnosed with Parkinson's, I, I actually considered it almost a relief. It was one of those things where I'd had friends who had brain cancer, I'd had friends who had strokes, and I, my grandfather himself had ALS. And so when they told me this was Parkinson's, you know, I went on my merry way and said, you know, I can handle this if, if that's all that is. But over the next five years, Parkinson's began to exact its toll, both physically as well as on the impact it had on Kevin's mood and approach to life. The way I describe Parkinson's is that it sort of moves at the speed of glaciers, right, on you, and it's incessant and it doesn't go away. And what I found is over the period of maybe five years, it started to impinge a little bit more every day, you know, just so slight, right? At the end of the day, you know, I couldn't type with, you know, one hand. I couldn't walk without a limp, but I hit it. I mean, I hit it really quite well from so many people. But I knew that I was going down, and I think the, that plus the mental aspects, the mood swings, I realized that by then I had to take control. For Kevin, that meant looking into the surgical intervention known as DBS, or deep brain stimulation, a procedure commonly referred to as a pacemaker for the brain. Doctors placed two electrodes into the brain powered by a battery pack. The electric current disrupts the brain's malfunctioning signaling system in Parkinson's and can alleviate some of the motor symptoms of the disease. Dr. Maurizio Ficaris is the Senior Associate Director of Research Programs at the Michael J. Fox Foundation. The deep brain stimulation seems to be a good treatment for motor symptoms. It works best to improve uh, tremor and rigidity and uh, bradykinesia. It seems actually to have the best effect on tremor. Kevin had the DBS procedure performed at Stanford University in November of 2013. The difference it made was literally night and day. DBS has given me back the terms that I use. It's, it's sort of like daylight savings time, right? I've got a lease back on life. Everything got better after DBS. Kevin's symptoms improved, and so did his overall outlook on life. But it's also important to note what DBS can't yet accomplish. It doesn't alter the underlying progression of the disease. Not everyone is a good candidate for the procedure, and it doesn't alleviate all of Parkinson's symptoms. For example, gait, how smoothly you walk. And this is also where the new research gets exciting. Scientists are now taking aim, literally, on new targets in the brain. They want to pinpoint, for example, the exact spot in the brain where the application of electrical current might improve gait and balance. By understanding better what is involved in gait, we can potentially apply DBS in other circuits. It has been proposed that there is a new area on the back of the, of the brain that might be involved in um, regulating gait, and that's the reason why people are exploring that area. And not only are researchers exploring new targets to better treat difficult symptoms of the disease, they're also investigating the possibility of making DBS more personalized, a system that would be actually governed by each individual's brain. Right now, DBS is continuous. The switch is always on. But Parkinson's, of course, isn't a constant condition. Symptoms can wax and wane. So what if the brain could tell the electrodes when to fire and when not? In other words, what if we could create DBS on demand? 
Dr. Maurizio Ficaris. So instead of keeping the current you know, on all the time, we could potentially have a personalized treatment. We will shoot electricity only when it's needed. What are the advantages of this? We reduce potential side effects and uh, we can keep, very simply, the battery lasting for way much longer. To develop such a system, researchers at Stanford and elsewhere are mapping the brain of DBS recipients like Kevin Kwok. When Kevin had his procedure, the surgical team was also able to program the same electrodes to record Kevin's brainwaves, recordings that will help them figure out a next generation of DBS that could be tooled to each patient's specific needs. It's research that Kevin hopes makes a difference, not only for Parkinson's patients, but beyond. Uh, as I told people, it's a no-brainer to volunteer for this trial, right? Uh, because, you know, literally we can learn so much more, not just about Parkinson's, but all brain diseases, if we better understand the pattern of, of how the mind works. Now, I'm happy to say, actually, Stanford asked me to release my data to Congress, and so they actually showed my patient video and the patient mapping to Congress for this Obama Brain Initiative. Now I'm really being able to you know, offer up myself in, in a way that I think really will help treat neurologic diseases in a macro sense. And in our next Third Thursday webinar, we'll focus on the latest developments in deep brain stimulation research, as well as other new neuromodulation techniques like focused ultrasound. To sign up to participate, visit michaeljfox.org webinars. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.